Good morning, and welcome to Monday Mornings. With Maddie and Morgan. I'm Maddie. And I'm Morgan. Hello, everybody. Hello, everybody. How are you? I... Sorry, that was, that was a weird accent. I don't know what that was. Hello, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> it's Sunday morning. Monday mornings, or Sunday mornings with Maddie and Morgan. It is a Sunday morning. Happy Sunday. Um, yeah, I wasn't afraid of COVID that much until uh, I opened Twitter Friday morning and saw that like everybody in New York City and LA has COVID again. So, uh, yeah, there's an outbreak at my sister's work. Yeah, I guess SNL had a huge outbreak too. Oh no. Yeah, so uh, be careful out there, peoples. Uh, make sure you I get tested. To stay away from people. So. <laughs> yeah, it's a little hard with the holidays, but uh, make sure you're getting tested and vaccinated and boosted or whatever. So. I'm boosted. Yeah, I got boosted last week. Um, just uh, be careful out there, peeps. <laughs> so today we have. Part two of Alcatraz. Um, disclaimer, I'm not recording from my normal spot, so I might be a little echoey today. Yeah, she's not in the closet, guys. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> and I have a very purry cat that really likes my microphone, so lots of disclaimers today. Oh, I also have one of those. Luckily, she's busy um, looking out the window at nothing, so. <laughs> That's important work. Someone's got to do it. It is, it is. She's really busy. Yep. So, not gonna lie, I straight up ran out of time this week, and I think that the Native American occupation of Alcatraz that we were gonna include in today's episode is something that definitely deserves not to be rushed through. Yep. So, that means you're getting a mini-sub this week as well. Woo! Merry Christmas, everybody. More Merry Christmas. <laughs> so that means today you get to hear about ghosties. Yes. And the status of the island today. So that's cool. Mm. Yeah, I don't think it'll be a particularly long episode, but it's full of info. Can't wait. Good and stuff. I mean, yeah. Everybody loves a ghostie. Yes. Particularly a ghost playing a banjo. <gasps> That's <awesome>. I have. <laughs> so fun. <laughs> All right, I guess we can get started. Yeah. So, a lot of people probably know this already, but Alcatraz is considered one of the most haunted places in the U.S. Woo! Which is not surprising based on all the shit that went down there that I told you about last week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So, I'm going to start by telling you about some of the most haunted areas on the island, and then we'll talk about some of the resident ghosties. Mm. The cell block, of course, the big cell building, like the cell house, of course, was home to plenty of violence. As expected, when you keep hundreds of inmates, many of them violent by nature, in five by nine cells for 19 to 24 hours a day. Yeah, and you said that these were like not the worst criminals, but like the worst behaved prisoners. So, 
really so, just a terrible idea. Oh, right. And five by nine is very small. Yeah. It's about the average size of a bedroom if you're looking for an apartment in either Boston or New York City. <laughs> <laughs> Any major city, really. That would be $2,000 a month. Yeah. Or you can just go to prison. I might do that. I wouldn't recommend it. No. I don't think they have parking included in their rent either. Probably not. I don't think you can have a car at all. Damn. (laughs) But anyway, in its 29 years of operations as a federal penitentiary... Alcatraz saw eight murders, five suicides, and 15 natural deaths. Ooh. Yup. According to staff, National Park Service staff, cell 14D is the most haunted cell. Ooh. 14D is a hole or isolation cell, so it's completely dark and completely separated from everything. Which is a bummer. (laughs) <laughs> Wait, so there's like no windows in it then? <laughs> there's no windows and there's no bars. It's a solid door. Yeah, you see. And it's dark. There's no lights. Solitary confinement, especially in that way, is like so massively inhumane. That itself is like living in a sensory deprivation tank and. Yeah. That'll make you go insane in a very, very short period of time. Yeah, they call it the hole because there's literally just a hole in the floor. That was like your toilet. Fun! Yeah. So, as you, you can understand why that's the most haunted. Yeah. There was one inmate named Ruth McCain that was Captain 14D for three years because of an escape attempt. Oh, my God. Pretty much immediately after he was released from the hole, he stabbed a fellow inmate. Yeah. Which is expected. I would not... I'm not surprised with that at all. If you cut me in a solitary confinement space for three days, I would probably stab somebody. Right. So you can understand why... Not just because of that scenario, but why that cell in general has a very... Weird energy to it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so. sounds like it's absorbed a lot of terrible time. <laughs> and it gets worse. <laughs> oh, good, love it. So, guards and MPS staff has have reported multiple encounters with, quote, the thing in 14D. <laughs> <laughs> no. yeah, basically, a set of bright red glowing eyes in the dark. Oh, Allegedly, the Ghost Adventures crew even encountered it when they visited. Oh. There's I'm even. I have a... to go get Discovery Plus so I can watch that episode. <laughs> yeah, I have either. And I feel like I had it at one point and then I got rid of it. Or like my free whatever yeah. I did. I, f- I feel like I should get it back though. <laughs> Damn. Plus, it has TLC. And you know I love TLC. <laughs> oh, that's what I need it for. So, there's even a story that an inmate died in 14D after screaming that a, quote, creature was going to kill him. Ah. Yep. I don't And not only that, 14D is notoriously 
significantly colder in temperature than the surrounding cells. Oh. Fourteen <laughs> D. <laughs> there she is. Haunted. <laughs> so that's like the number one most haunted place in basically on the island. Allegedly. Like I mentioned, the Ghost Adventures crew went there. I wasn't able to find the episode without paying for it, so I only watched the clips. Which might have been even better. Honestly, <laughs> probably. Uh, pieced together so you only see like the most ridiculous parts of it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right, I have another ghost story for you. In 1984, Ranger and Night Watchman Rex Norman was awakened by the sound of a weighty steel door swinging wildly in cell block C. Oh! Which, if you remember, the prison closed in 1963, so this was like 20 years after it was closed. Mm-hmm. Um, the sound stopped when he got there, but began again the next night, and the next night, and the next night. <laughs> On September 10th, 1984, the park system brought world-renowned psychic Sylvia Brown to Alcatraz. Yes. <laughs> by a CBS News team. I forgot to see if I could find the footage from this, but I'm going to look for it after. That's amazing. Yep. I had to include this. <laughs> I love that. Brown identified the troublemaking ghost as, quote, butch- Butcher Malkowitz, a hitman who had been killed by another prisoner in the laundry room. Oh. During a seance, Brown tried to convince the butcher's ghost to leave the prison, but the ghost refused. <laughs> <laughs> but even if the butcher does finally up and leave, Alcatraz will undoubtedly remain what the Native Americans always said it was, an island of evil spirits. Hmm. And I cannot remember what website that was from, but I will find it and post it in our, um, on our Insta. Some of the most common spooky experiences on the island include disembodied screams, inexplicable, inexplicable <laughs> crashing sounds, doors closing, Ooh. chilliness, and the creepiest of all, intense feelings of being watched. You know, disembodied screams has to be my favorite, though. That's always a good one. Yeah. And like I said before, of course you know that Zach Baggins and the Ghost Adventures crew visited Alcatraz in Season 8, Episode 8 from 2013, where they experienced glowing red eyes, unsettled feelings, and voices. National Park Service staff members that work on the island corroborate, corroborate some of the stories of these strange happenings. Ooh. When Al Capone was at Alcatraz, he would not go to the wreck yard. Oh. Out of fear that he would be attacked. Gotcha. Which checks out. Yeah. So instead, he would strum his banjo in the shower room. You know... Shower room is also a very weird choice for... Uh, Yeah, how could he not be attacked in the shower room? Like, I get that the acoustics are probably better. Yeah, that's true. He was also part of an inmate band, which is kind of fun. Oh, that's so cute. Yep. I mean, as cute as 
prisoners can be. So <laughs> yeah, the most famous mob boss of all time. <laughs> so many sources still today hear banjo music coming from the vicinity of the shower room. Ah, <laughs> uh, that's awful. <laughs> Presumably from the ghost of Scarface himself. <laughs> that's so. I don't love it. Yeah. All right, now we're going to talk about the Battle of Alcatraz. Ooh. Which, I can't believe that I forgot to cover this in the last episode, but it also ties into some of the hauntings, so I'm going to tell you about it now. (laughs) From May 2nd to 4th, 1946, there was a violent attempted escape slash riot in the prison. Hmm. This attempt was the brainchild of a bank robber named Bernard Paul Coy and was... Executed by Coy and five other inmates. Marvin mm. Hubbard, Joseph Kretzer, Sam Shockley, Miriam Thompson, and Clarence Connors. Safe to say that Coy wasn't a Coy boy. Nope. <laughs> On May 2nd, Marvin Hubbard was tasked with distracting the guards so that the others could attack and grab the keys. Coy then was able to use pliers and pipes to spread the bars of the gun gallery and sneak his way through. Side note, he had been starving himself for weeks so that he'd be able to squeeze through the bars. That's a, you know... That's commitment. (laughs) Commitment's there, that's for sure. That is. Yep. (laughs) Wowie. (laughs) The prisoners then raided the gun gallery for weapons and ammunition, Strangling the armed gallery guard unconscious in the process. So, is there normally, like, a gun gallery in prison? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good question that I don't that know was, the answer to. I feel like that's poor planning. Like, yeah. Kind of like the thing I said last week about the, the dice box. <laughs> yeah. Like, by the time you notice, it's too late. <laughs> yeah, because, I mean, at least I don't go to prisons, but at least on, like, law and order and stuff, when cops go visit prisoners, they have to turn in their gun at the entrance, because... Yes, God I'm sure it's like that now. I can't imagine there's, like, an armory in with the general population like there was in Alcatraz. <laughs> no, because even guards aren't armed with guns, because if it gets taken from them... Right, exactly. So, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. Anyway, moving on. Where were we? The raid began, and the group soon had nine guards that were being held as hostage. Ah. Hostages. Yeah. Prisoners were being released from their cells as this was happening, causing even more commotion. One of the funniest things I read was that some prisoners were released from their cells and they were like, yeah, we're not leaving. I'm not getting involved in this. <laughs> Which, good cho- good on you. For not just, that would have been us. Just being like, sorry, I'm going to keep reading my book. Yeah. Please close my door. Just don't <laughs> right. <read> me. <laughs> good on you for not taking the bait. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. Seeing as Alcatraz was, is only 1.5-ish miles from shore, at this point, the sirens and alarms going off in the prison could be heard from shore. Oh. And military personnel were already mobilizing to get to the island. 
Koi and the others at this point had realized that their original plan to use one of their hostages to commandeer the prison boat to escape <laughs> probably wasn't going to work out. No. <laughs> so at this point, they started shooting and ended up killing a prison guard. And outside of the cell house, military police and prison guards began attacking the cell block with grenades. Oh. In an attempt to get the situation under control. But clearly oh. that wasn't <laughs> super efficient because the siege did not end until about 48 hours after it started. Oh my god. Yeah. So, 14 guards were left seriously injured and another was left dead. Koi, Kretzer, and Hubbard were all found dead inside the cell house, and the other three surviving escapees surrendered. Oh my god. Two were sentenced to execution, but Carnes was believed to have tried to stop the killing of the guards so he avoided the death penalty, but had 99 years added to his sentence. I mean... (laughs) Basically the same. It's a little bit better. (laughs) Not capital punishment, so we support it a little bit. (laughs) The Battle of Alcatraz is said to be the culprit for some of the negative energy that can be felt in the cell block, as expected. Mm. According to History101.com, in 1982, a reporter named Ted Weigand, who was a skeptic of paranormal activity, Spent the night in the corridor where the three men died. No. He said that he he felt inexplicable anger and the urge to shoot someone, saying that their energy lingered in the walls. (laughs) Well, yeah. I hope he went to therapy after that. I hope he did, too. So that's basically all I have about specific ghost stories. There's a lot of, like I said before, there's a lot of, like, disembodied screams, doors shutting, things being dropped, that kind of stuff. Yeah. So, next we get to talk about Alcatraz today. So, as we talked about last time, um, in 1963, the federal penitentiary was shut down because of crazy costs maintaining it and because it was kind of falling apart. Yeah. <laughs> Let's check so. <laughs> mm-hmm. So for a bunch of years, well, we'll talk about the middle years next time. Mm-hmm. But in 1972, Alcatraz Island became part of the newly created, created Golden Gate National Recreation Area, owned by National Park Service, Ooh. which also includes the Golden Gate Bridge, Muir Woods National Monument, Fort Point National Historic Site, the Presidio San Francisco, Point Bonita Lighthouse, Marin Headlands, Fort Baker, and more. It's huge. <laughs> yeah, that's um, a lot of different places. I figured that the Golden Gate Bridge was like its own. Wow. It's all together. <laughs> <laughs> Bend has an opinion on that. Yeah. <laughs> but... Today, the main attraction on the island is the self-guided digital audio tour that brings you through the cell block, explaining each location and incorporating stories and interviews with former inmates. 
Mm. And personally, as an anxious introvert, um, I like a self-guided tour. (laughs) Yeah. Makes things a lot easier. And you can kind of go at your own pace, which is nice. Yeah. There are also museum collections throughout the island, including rotating exhibitions. Mm. The permanent museum collections include restored cell furnishings, prisoner artifacts, and historic artwork and photographs. The current exhibitions are called The Big Lockup, that highlights the history of and the current status of mass incarceration in the United States, and Red Power on Alcatraz Perspectives 50 Years Later, which we will talk about next time. Yeah. Also, I was booing to mass incarceration. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Both of these exhibits do have free virtual exhibitions on the National Park Service website. So that's something worth checking out if you're interested. Definitely. And to finish this off, I'm going to give you some fun facts. Yay! As we do. Alright, the word Alcatraz comes from the Spanish name La Isla de los Alcatraces, meaning Island of Pelicans. Oh, good for them. Softball was the most popular recreational activity in the prison. (laughs) (laughs) Alcatraz prison guards lived in houses on the island with their families. And the island had a civilian population of over 300 people, primarily primarily the families of the guards. And there was a semi-normal town with, like, shops, barbers, and all the essentials for a semi-normal life. What the fuck? Yeah. (laughs) I wasn't expecting that. Okay. More than 1.5 million people visit Alcatraz Island annually. A lot of people. Yeah. Over 20,000 seabirds nest on the island each season, which is also why it's extra important to stay on marked trails and areas because seabirds are mean as hell, especially during nesting season. They'll get you. Mm-hmm. They'll squawk in your face. There's no source of fresh water on the island. Cute. Um, the sharks in the water surrounding the island are actually mostly only sand sharks, which are bottom feeders. Yeah. And the tales about the water around the island being full of man-eating sharks was made up by guards to deter inmates from attempting to escape. (laughs) You know, adds a little spice. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Um, Alcatraz is not equipped with a death row or any executionary facilities good for that people were shipped to san quentin ah. and there were no female guards or inmates on the island and that's all i have for you today i know it's a short one but that's you get fine. to this week so so you're welcome you're welcome um, well thank you that was very fun um also, this comes out on Monday, but Tuesday is our one-year anniversary. Yes, it is. Happy one-year anniversary to this pod. Yeah, happy one-year. all of you that are still listening. Yeah, thank you. And to anybody who 
started recently. I know a few people have told me that they've listened recently. So hello and welcome and thank you for joining us. <laughs> you probably skipped through the first like 10 episodes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, some of them are okay. Kind of like Sinisterhood, where they just start at episode 13. (laughs) They just don't even put their first 13 episodes available to anybody. I love it. I mean, episode 13, if you listen to Sinisterhood, start at the beginning. Episode 13 is the greatest. It's a masterpiece. I have to. You'll understand why it's the first one. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But. Yeah, thanks for sticking around if you've been listening since the beginning. And yeah, welcome to everybody that hasn't been listening since the beginning. We're happy to have you. And yeah. tell your friends, because I feel like we're getting better at this. <laughs> yeah, we're doing a lot better, in my opinion. Um, we still like to take our little breaks by accident and not tell anybody. But it's okay, we'll figure it out one day. <laughs> yeah, you know, that's also, like, by now, that's just who we are as people, so... <laughs> Yeah, like if you know us There's personally, there's only so much we can do. Yeah, if you know us personally, that's who we are as people. So it's it's, yeah. <laughs> we also both work full time and have other things that we do. So yeah, I don't know if any of you have tried to start a podcast, but it's like doing a book report every week. <laughs> yeah, a fun book report that you like, but it's still the same amount of work. <laughs> right, time consuming. Is what I was getting at. <laughs> but you know how it is. Stay tuned this Friday and next Monday and every Monday for new episodes. Yeah. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and a zillion other places that you might be currently listening from. Yeah, you're probably listening wherever you want to listen. Yeah. We're on Instagram at Monday Mornings Pod, on Twitter at Monday Mornings P, and we have a Facebook page. We don't use it. Yeah, we should delete that line. Yeah. Um, <laughs> if you have qu- questions or topics that you'd like to have covered in a future episode, you can DM us at any of those social medias, but you can also email us at mondaymorningspod at gmail.com. If you enjoyed this episode, please rate and review us on iTunes. It's especially important for you new people. Yeah. We'll send you a We haven't done it yet, so. Go do it. It can be our anniversary present. Thanks. <laughs> Love you. <laughs> but as always, start your Monday mornings the right way with Maddie and Morgan. Goodbye. Bye-bye.